0: Welcome, Browns backers. I'm Chuck Campisi, joined by Tony Dick, and this is Believe in the Browns. And just to give you a quick background on who your hosts are, Tony Dick worked in various capacities with the Browns over the course of 21 seasons with the team. So when he mentions being in the building, it's being in the building. He started with the team as a member of the grounds crew in 91, worked with them up until the time they left for the city who shall not be named. Uh, <laughs> he rejoined the Browns upon their return to Cleveland and served his last nine years with the team as the team's manager of alumni relations before leaving in October of 2015. Tony is also a member of the Pro Football Researchers Association and has served as a research assistant for several documentary projects with NFL Films, NBC Sports, Time Warner Cable Sports Channel, and Epics. Myself, I have experience in the sports industry in various capacities with Major League Baseball teams, NCAA programs, the Miami Dolphins, the Buffalo Bills, and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, where I earned a Super Bowl ring with the Buccaneers. Super Bowl, anybody? 37. 37. Uh, And between Tony and I, we've probably worked about 20 Super Bowls. We're brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. Do you believe? Welcome, Browns backers. It's Chuck Campisi here with Tony Dick on Believe in the Browns. Brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. Do you believe? If you enjoy the show, please subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, TuneIn, or wherever you find your favorite podcasts. You can find us at Believe.com. That's B-L-E-A-V.com. And also at Browns Believe. That's at Browns B-L-E-A-V. The Browns are 7 and 3 and while we may not be able to be at the game we can still be in on the action at bet online tony tried to be fancy this past week <laughs> took the 1 and 2 scored on the under i took the 3 and 0 oh, and i am sitting at 21 and 9 and tony is sitting at 17 and 13 for the season so either way you're still in the plus if you've been following us from game spreads and totals to team player and coaching props, Bet Online gives you more options to wager than any place online. And there is always the online casino. It never closes. So head to betonline.ag today and take advantage of all the great sign up bonuses. Again, that's betonline.ag and sign up today. Bet Online, your online sports book experts. Tony, the Browns beat the Eagles. They're going up against the one and nine Jags, who I called trash at the beginning of the season. If you don't believe me, go back to our week one <clears throat> podcast. Ooh. And then they beat the Colts. And somehow I was like, what the heck happened? And then they lost their next nine. So I'm I'm back <laughs> to feeling that they are trash that I thought they were at the beginning of the season. But we'll get to the Eagles game first, Tony. What did you think of the Browns on Sunday? Uh, we won. Um, <laughs> you, you know,
2: I I went against The Browns, and I'm going to be very honest with you. Uh, About three minutes into the game, I thought, Tony, you are a genius because uh, (laughs) this is going to be a blowout. Because they, that first drive that the Eagles had, they rammed the ball right down our throat, marched right down the field. And I have to give the Browns credit, you know, for as much as, uh, you know, as terrible as they looked as they marched down the field. They found a way to get a turnover, and from that point on, um, they controlled you know the, the tempo and tone of the game from that point on. I still still felt at times that, oh, here we go again. Um, we, we're going to lose this. But, you know, I, I guess I, I, I mention that because the difference between the team that we're seeing now and the teams we've seen in the past is it didn't happen. Um, I, I have to give credit where credit's due. Um, I, I know I beat this team up a ton. But uh, you have to give credit to them. I-, I mean, they honestly found a way to win, um, and they found a way to get turnovers. Found a way on defense to step it up when they needed to. Offense, uh, obviously, Nick Chubb, outstanding game. Still, not really sold on Baker Mayfield. We'll get into that. But um, but hey, they they're seven. Like you said, they're seven and three. Uh, you know, um, that they, they beat beaten the teams they should have beaten. Probably lost to the teams they should have lost to, in, we're seven and we're 7-3. and I mean,
0: uh, it's a good place to be. Yeah, it's it's a good place to be, and I, I would agree with you. I think initially, uh, you know, they did exact, the Eagles did exactly what I said they were going to do, right? Hey, give the ball to Miles Sanders and well, get out of the way. He has been great this season. Why they didn't necessarily stick crazy. to that, I yeah. have no idea. It's crazy. Because it's not like the game was ever so far out of reach that – They couldn't have just kind of continued to give him the ball. The fact that Carson Wentz threw the ball 35 times on Sunday in, and that's the difference between a wet field, which I think really lends itself to passing, and rain throughout the game. And you're looking at it, and I don't know what the play calling was. I don't know what Peterson was thinking back there, because again, the game was never that far out of reach for this Eagles team. And you're looking at it. Hey, man, if you don't get that intersection there at the end, if Ward doesn't pull that off after that pass interference penalty, it's a hell of a ball game. And they're coming back down and they got the ball again because, I mean, they shut us down. Maybe obviously we run some play calls differently, but I honestly can't see us making different play calls at that point, whether they score or not, because we're still trying to eat the clock off. The Browns really controlled this game. And it was still really close. That's what scares me about this team. I, I agree with you; they're not making those mistakes, and they seem to be a team that now is. I don't want to say necessarily making the plays, capitalizing at least on the mistakes of their opponents. Right. Once we really start getting going, then we're making the plays.
2: They become escape artists uh, more than anything. I, I mean, <clears throat> they found they have found a way. To just get out of trouble, um, yes. you know, I mean that that's that's it, and um, it's good. I mean, I don't know, I, you know, like I said, I don't want to beat him up, and at the same time, they beat the Eagles, so I don't want to, I don't want to build them up too much either. <laughs> I mean that uh, that offensive line for the Eagles, uh, Carson Wentz, <clears throat> I know he's been bashed all week about how skittish he played, but. I mean, when you got people coming in faster than the snap, their offensive line atrocious. It it was just awful. I mean, of course he was skittish. I mean, he's running for his life half the time. Yeah, like like I said, the 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 defense defense rose to the occasion. They got the turnovers when we needed them. The offense did a great job. I thought of of sticking to the game plan and and sticking to the run. We never got away from it, and uh, that that bode well for us. I, I mean, Nick Chubb was a beast. That that run he that 50-yard run is probably <laughs> uh without a doubt I I'm, I'm thinking maybe one or two
0: runs I can think of that rival have rivaled that in the last 20 years. Well, you know that stiff I mean, arm is going to be a staple of uh, oh. any Browns highlight film. <laughs> yeah. Yeah,
2: every 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 kid in Cleveland was out in the backyard jamming their brother's face into the ground after that, reenacting that. Um, but, uh, no, it's just, you know, I, I think if, as we go to these teams like Jacksonville, the key to, to, you know, the weeks ahead when we play Jacksonville, when we play the Giants, when we play the Jets, teams that we should be beating up on, those are games that I believe we're going to win. But we need to use those games to kind of sharpen things up, tighten things up. We still had a, a bunch of penalties that were ridiculous. Uh, we need to clean that up. I think cleaning that up against lesser teams is a great opportunity to, to, to do that. And um, we just need to work on just continuing to run the ball and getting better running the ball. And then when we pass the ball, Man, Baker has to be on. He has to get better at what he's doing week to week. Here, if we're going to do something in the playoffs, like if our goal is just to make the playoffs, I think I think we're set. Like I think <laughs> we just keep doing what we're doing, we're fine. But if we don't improve, I mean, it, it could be it could be a very short playoff and
0: run, and uh, you
2: know, I don't know if that's what people are into.
0: I, I know, well, everyone. I think people are into it because. When you haven't been in the playoffs as often as the Browns haven't been in the playoffs, then you just get excited about hey, getting to the dance yeah. and at least having an opportunity to lose a game. Hey, man, uh, you take a loss in the playoffs at, at this point, you know you're kind of like like I said, you know I've compared this team to the last year's Bills team, you know, and yeah, I know the Bills had made it a couple years prior then, yeah. and then had the down year and then back up, but it, it's like that that 2017 team or whatever that, hey, man you just want to get there yeah and and, and that just get the stink elevates <laughs> yeah yeah and that's really what it is and you're looking at it now in being seven and three really does separate them right it puts them in the sixth seed now and yeah you're still on the road for a playoff game but that's a much better opportunity I'd much you know you're looking at it now I'd much rather be playing the bills than the Chiefs yeah at, at, in the playoffs and, and so that's what winning these games does for this team, and yes, they didn't look great. And Baker, I'll say it right now: you know, at this point, I would not pick up the 50 year option on Baker. I'd try to look for a quarterback as well to draft in next year's draft because the throws he he is missing ugh, ugh. are those two throws. And I'll give him the first one. And I said we said this off the air the other day when we were talking after the game. I'll give him the first missed pass in the end zone because hey, there was a DB in the space, and it would have been a a back corner throw, and I don't even know if the receiver was in the position to necessarily get to the space where he would have needed to throw it to, so yes, poorly thrown ball, granted the second one man, he was standing there by himself and he threw it five feet over his head yeah he completely sailed it um, I mean those are throws you have to make even I'm not even saying you got to be a good quarterback in the NFL to make those throws you have to be a competent quarterback in the NFL and he has not really shown that he is that at this point he is below average with a team that for some reason is is playing well around him you got guys stepping up I mean Vernon the way he played on Sunday that he was Miles Garrett yeah. <laughs> on Sunday
2: no, no, well, you know, when they uh, just announced, it uh, was, uh, I don't think it's a surprise, but he was AFC Defensive Player of the Week, which who would have, who would have predicted uh, Yeah, that? <laughs> there were the odds in Vegas of that happening. Uh, um, yeah, I, I just think, and I don't want to, like I said, let, I, I would love to have a week where I, I can just say, what an amazing game, and everything was perfect, and we don't beat anybody up, but I think Baker... I mean, it's something we, we need to start looking at. Because if we're talking about this team going to the next level, if, if just making the playoffs every year is your goal, that's great. He's he's probably a guy that can help you make the
0: playoffs. I don't even know if he's that guy, Tony. Well, he has not yet thrown for 300 yards. He's thrown for more than 250 one time this yep. season. I, I think when your, greatest,
2: when your greatest play every game or your greatest highlight every game is you chasing your running back down the field while you swing your arms around like, like a <laughs> five-year-old. Uh, you, you know, yeah, there, there's a problem there. It, at some point, he's got to step up. He's got to make those throws. In a game like this past weekend should have been a blowout. It should have been a blowout if, if Baker Mayfield shows up. And we can talk about bad field conditions. We can talk about wet balls, uh, uh, our number one wide receivers out, our, you know, we got a tight end out, we got this out, we got that out. Here's, here's the deal, man. I, I mean, you're you're the leader of the team, you're the quarterback, you need to make things happen with the people who are on the field. And it's not like Jarvis Landry and the wide receivers Hollywood and everybody that's out there, like these are some D, C, and D rate people. I mean, you should be able to win with him, and clearly you can because there was a guy standing in the end zone all by himself waiting for the ball, and you missed him. So you can't say, hey, we've got people out. You had a guy standing in the end zone waving his arms like a maniac because he was wide open, and you overthrew him. It's, you know, I don't know.
0: Of the 31 quarterbacks that have 165 pass attempts this season or more, Mm -hmm. He is the 22nd ranked quarterback, and he does not crack the top half of that in any of the measurable statistics, whether it's completion percentage, touchdowns, yards, yards per play. It's the thing. He's below average in everything. I'm not saying he's horrible and I'm not saying he can't get better, but he's really going to have to step up to improve to make me think, this team needs to sign him to the the fifth year extension.
2: And, and for all my friends out there who are going to retort with the oh, well, Trent Dilfer won a Super Bowl. I mean, I don't, I don't see Ray Lewis on our
0: sidelines. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, historical defense of all time. Yes, yeah, yeah. Jim McMahon won one too with the eighty five Bears. If yeah. you want to like just throw out the greatest defenses of all time and be yeah. like, yeah, yeah. So
2: you know that whole argument about you know what about Brad
0: Johnson and I, hey man,
2: I. Yeah, as I'm a guy who fan. as a guy who has
0: that Brad Johnson <laughs> yeah. Super Bowl ring, yeah, there is no Warren Sapp, there is no Simeon Rice, no. there is no Derek Brooks, there is no Ronde Barber, there is no John Lynch <laughs> on this defense. No. And that's not talking about any of the other guys that did make Pro Bowl appearances during their time. Those are just the guys that are either Hall of Famers or Borderline Hall of Famers. Yeah, we we've got <laughs> Al-
2: Olivier Vernon pulling the game of his life out of his butt, and we've got uh, Miles Garrett uh, with the uh, the China virus on the sideline. I, I mean, that's what that's what we got. And Denzel Ward, gotta give him credit, had a game, had a, had a good game, but he's out now. Um, but but that you know, uh, outside of those two and a half stars that I just mentioned, um, we've got nothing. Yeah, I mean, it, it's, you know. yeah,
0: it's not a lot. I mean, that's the thing, guys. Guys, step up. I'll give it. Taki Taki had a great game. Oh, well, I, you know, I, I, come on, I would I would have picked that ball. <laughs> I, hey, you know what? Hey, but, but that's the thing. Hey, at this point, you know he made he made some nice tackles as well. Yeah. He did he, right. for 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 what our defense is. He had a great game, and you could say you would have picked it off too. There's plenty of times where we've dropped balls this season that everybody in the press box, you oh. know it, is shaking their head, and everybody at home kind of just ugh. So so as we look back, okay, the Eagles game, hey, as we said, it's a win's a win. We'll take okay. it. Rounds are 7-3. and three. They're winning games. They're supposed to be winning. This week comes another game they're supposed to be winning, the second-worst team in the NFL. They travel to Jacksonville to face the Jaguars, the 1-9 Jags, who have not won since they beat the Colts in Week 1, as earlier mentioned. They are going to have to do it, Tony, as you mentioned just recently. Without Denzel Ward, who's now out for at least this week, probably two, potentially three weeks with calf injury. Miles Garrett is out again for this week. The Jags defensive coaches are working remotely this week. So maybe that bodes uh, well for us, but it doesn't seem to be doing much for them when they were actually in the building either. So maybe that, that's a benefit to them. Mike Glennon is going to start. And in defense of Mike Glennon, uh, he's really tall. Tony? Uh, what do you got for this week with the it Browns? Is, and the Jacks. His
2: name has three ends in it, so his name has three ends. I believe he's in he like six seven or something like that. I yeah. think it's, uh, it makes it easier to see the defense when he throws his interceptions. Yeah, um, yeah, I, I, hey, this is one I, I don't even know if we got to spend too much time on this. I mean, we should load up the plane, go down to Jacksonville, whoop them, and get back on the plane, come back, and get ready for the next <laughs> game. I don't see this. If if this game is even remotely close then we should be scared but I don't think this game's going to be remotely close. I have a feeling that uh Chubb and Hunt um are going to be a large part of the offensive game plan. We are going to run I mean we're going to run the rock, grind them down and then probably you know once we get them worn down then take advantage of it with some play action stuff and and that should all be wide open for us. We should have Um, You know, our tight end should be able to go off. Um, We should be fine. And and then on defense, as long as we play the way we played against the Eagles, um, I don't think Jacksonville has, uh, you know, anywhere close to the weapons that the Eagles have. So as long as we play the way we played on defense this week and just to be aggressive, keep attacking, uh, we should be able to shut them down. Uh, I don't don't think this game is a game that I'm I'm even going to question. I learned my lesson last week when I went against the, you know, the team against Eagles this week. I don't think it's going to be a problem. I mean, we'll cover the points. We'll cover the over. We're going to kick the crap out of the Jaguars and we'll come right back home.
0: Yeah. I got to see, I'm trying to find it here. I think it's off the board at the moment because they're not sure if it's going to be played. So we'll have to find our stats or spreads somewhere else yeah. uh, for the moment. But I would agree with you. But, you know, you what you do have to remember, Tony, you go back to the narrative. Joe Schobert coming back, playing against the Browns. Oh, my God. He's going to have the greatest game ever. He knows the playbook. He knows everything. No, it's not going to happen, folks. The Browns yeah. are going to roll here. Uh- <laughs> Although, that being said, I would love to have Joe Schobert back on this team. I, I would very much like to have him on this team as well. <laughs> okay. However, uh, you got to deal with what you got to deal with. So, yeah. I'm not going to go too much. I agree with you, right? Give the ball to Chubb get out of the way. You're looking at, let me see, let me pull up the numbers from an offensive and defensive standpoint from the Jags. You're looking at actually a a league average kind of offense towards the bottom standpoint, but nothing crazy from that standpoint. I think their, their offense is, you know, similar esque to Cleveland. However, you are looking at the second worst defense in the league and the challenge here is they are the third worst pass defense. The rush defense is actually a little better, so do the Browns open it up a little bit? Hopefully you'll have nice weather there in Jacksonville. Maybe this is a game that Baker can get going. I don't know. So that's, that's the real challenge for me is, hey, do they open it up this week for Baker, and, and can they do that? I hope so. This would be the time to take advantage of that. So it looks like six-and-a-half, Tony. I'll go with the six-and-a-half line here I'm seeing on a on a competitor site since it is not on BetOnline at, right at the yeah. moment.
2: I mean, I would just like to, you know, after – after, and I'm going to say squeaking by the Eagles because – They squeaked by the Eagles. By they the did. Eagles squeaking by the Texans. Um, the, you know, obviously the loss to the Raiders was a tough one. Squeaked by the Bengals. I mean, you know, got blown out by the Steelers. You know, if if I look, yeah, we are winning. But if you if you go back and look at the last five games, um, you know, the Colts game, I thought we won handily. Dallas, you know, we won handily, obviously. But but would you, when you look at the last five games that we've played, uh, and, and you know, we talk about ease of schedule. I mean, you know, the. I don't know, Bengals, Raiders, Texans, Eagles, uh, you, you know, we're, we're still just squeaking by games here. We need to get back to where we were at, you know, week two, uh, yeah, well, two I'd say probably five. week yeah, three through five. You, you know, uh, we need to get back to that. I, I would think that we should be able to put on an offensive display like we did in Dallas against Jacksonville. We got to get back to that. We got We got to kind of start stretching our legs out. Because, like I said, you know, I, I I love if we make the playoffs. I'm going to love that fact, okay? But we can't go into, and, and I know we don't like to look ahead, but you don't want to come out of Jacksonville half stepping into Tennessee because that could become a beating, you, you know, <laughs> a, a, a severe beating. You're you're going into, you're going into the Titans. You're playing the Ravens on Monday night. You got to get through those two games because we talk about how easy it's going to be to beat the Giants and the Jets. But you got to make sure you have people alive for that game. I mean, we can't go into Titans and Ravens half-stepping because while those teams have kind of struggled here and there, they've
0: still played better than us, I think, overall throughout the, the entire Tennessee, season. Tennessee, definitely. Baltimore's in a spot right now. That I think that's going to be a really interesting game, depending on how we play against Tennessee and depending on, again, how they play against Pittsburgh this week. And I know that's two weeks out for them, but still yeah. – I think this game is really going to matter for them this week as well. Um, and I think our next week game against Tennessee is is going to really matter here. Looking at the Jags, Tony, it's six and a half. Brown's uh, giving six and a half points. The over-under is 49. What do you got straight up spread over-under? I was going to say 35-14 um, as a
2: final. On the number. So I'm on the number. I'm I'll, I'll bump that up. Or should I bump it up, or should I bump? do I go under? Because I, I we haven't missed an extra point in a while. <laughs> uh oh man, and, and I'm in a spot, man. Seventeen and thirteen. I know if I was in the NFC uh, N- NFC East, I'd be all right, but I'm not. Uh, so, uh, hmm, I'll go over. I'll go Browns.
0: I'll go cover. Okay, I, you know this Jacksonville team. I I just don't. I don't see them. I mean, I I don't know how they're putting up points, right? I and mean, that's the thing. And so that's what scares me. Is I I kind of and as I've said, I you know I don't necessarily trust this Browns defense, but I don't necessarily trust this Jags offense to continue some of the numbers that they put up. Yes, I know that last week they only put up three against Pittsburgh, but prior to that, they put up twenty against Green Bay. They put twenty five up against Houston. Twenty nine up against uh, Los Angeles. With you know, Minshew throwing for 173 yards against Los Angeles, they put up 29 points. Uh Luton threw for 169 against Green Bay and they put up 20 points. Like I just I don't know where their points are coming from. <laughs> Maybe they're being I, spotted points. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> and, and so I I think the Browns, the Browns should get 30. Yeah. Oh yeah. So so do I really think the Jags are gonna be able to put up 20? I don't know because Ward's going to be out again. Can I trust Vernon to have two monster games back to back? But I'm leaning towards the under. Actually, I I just think the offenses for some reason are going to underperform. So I think this might be a way for you to gain at least one on me. But I am I'm going to take the Browns. I'm going to yes, easily take this. uh, Give the six and a half points. Uh, And I am I'm going to. I'm going to take the under. I'm going to take the under, and that there's no caveat this week. It's in Jacksonville. I'm assuming the weather is going to be uh, Jacksonville-esque weather, and since I'm taking the under, if it's shitty, then that just lends itself to the under even more. I think the only only place that Jacksonville
2: wins is in owner facial hair. Um, you know that uh, <laughs> that is where they
0: <laughs> they they excel. They, they excel. Them. All right. So I mean, you're looking at it. I just think, yeah, one in nine Jacksonville Browns coming back hopefully they're gonna be facing the Titans week 13 this is gonna be an eight and three Browns team Tony that is unfathomable yeah. uh, for where this team has been for you know the majority of the past 20 years yeah, uh, yeah. I mean it's almost as if it's almost as if
2: we're gonna be looking for Bum Phillips to, uh, to be on that uh, sideline. <laughs> or maybe Jerry Glanville with a uh, belt buckle. Yeah. Two seats for Elvis. Plenty of seats for Elvis. Plenty of seats for Elvis this year, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, no, I, it, it's fun to be this deep in the season, and we still have games that mean something. Uh, it, <laughs> I mean, it's a rarity. Uh, so let's enjoy it. Uh, I, that uh, Like I said, the Monday night game is the game, not to look too far ahead, I am super stoked to see... Where we're at maturity level-wise, Miles should be back. Denzel hopefully will be back. Like, we should be at full strength for that game. But I think that the biggest test is going to be how do we handle Monday night football versus um, the Ravens. And is, yeah, hopefully, uh, I, I'm hoping both teams play well to the point where it's a game where it's going to mean – some separation if we win, and, and it'll be a huge test for us. I, you, you know, and, and hopefully we're not coming into that game limping because we looked ahead to that game in and, and then and Tennessee, you know, Tennessee. Yeah, and I don't will. think
0: I don't think you're going to look ahead with Tennessee. I mean, that's a quality opponent. Yeah. So to look ahead against a team that's you know seven and three already, and then let's see who they're playing this week. And they're playing the Colts this week, so they got a battle this week. So worst case scenario you're coming up against a team that's 7 and 4 yeah. and you're battling with them for playoff positioning. I think I don't I don't think they're going to necessarily overlook that. If if the Jets and the Giants had been in that spot instead, definitely see that yeah. as a potential look ahead game. Baltimore, this Baltimore's got a the tough thing for the Browns is Baltimore's got back-to-back Thursdays. So they have Thursday Thanksgiving against Pittsburgh this week. Then they have Dallas, the Thursday night game, the following week. So the advantage they have is then they have 11 days until they play the Browns on that Monday night. So that's almost like a bye week for them. So they're going to be well-rested coming into that game against the Browns, and the Browns are going to be coming off the Titans, and the Ravens are going to be coming off the Cowboys on a Thursday night. It is going to be really interesting because the Browns are really going to have to step up, and I think that's going to be a key game. From a playoff positioning standpoint, I, I don't see the Ravens necessarily dropping so low that they're out of playoff contention. I don't see them losing to Pittsburgh and Dallas. Yeah. So they're still going to be in the mix. It's going to be a really important game. And yeah, that that Monday nighter is going to be
2: and from a strategic, key to the season. This is kind of off topic, but from a strategic standpoint, looking at those games against the Ravens and the Steelers that are left at home. I almost think they should have skipped the re-side and just let the middle of that field get bad. I mean, <laughs> I mean, honestly, with with our with our running game, I mean, I'm not saying Pittsburgh doesn't have a running game. I mean, Connor, I mean, is, is is great, but I just think the worse that field is, the the more of an advantage it becomes to us. And I know Stefanski kind of hit on it a little bit. He liked the fact that I, I I thought that was neat to hear him say that while a lot of people were complaining about the weather being bad the last three weeks, he came out and said, I kind of love the fact that the weather was bad because it gave us the opportunity to play in that weather and get used to being in that weather because I mean, he realizes coming from Minnesota uh, the weather ain't getting better. Like it, yeah. like it's going to get progressively worse. And uh, so, uh, like I said, not to look too far ahead. I mean, that, that kind of intrigues me. I, I really would like to know what we're going to do with New York. I mean, do we just stay in New York or jersey, or whatever. Yeah, I would I, I think,
0: mean, I mean, it's not that far of a flight. Yeah. So it's it's not, I don't think it's that big of a deal. And I think the guys would rather be at home. Um, but I, I wouldn't mind if the team stayed. I think that's fair. But I think they're probably going to come back because Christmas. Yeah. Right. But, I mean, that's the thing. is You're going to fly out on, on the day canceled. after. I thought we canceled oh, Christmas. Oh, we canceled this Christmas year. this year? <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, if we canceled <laughs> Christmas, then yes, we're staying in New York. But I would, I would imagine that. Since it is, you know, what is it, an hour flight, if yeah. even uh, you know, maybe an hour fifteen, you're you're there and back. And yeah. it, it's it's worth it to come Take home off, to yeah. make the players and their families happy from that standpoint. And and hopefully, realistically, hopefully that game gets bumped to uh to a four o'clock game. It's in yeah. that flex window, it's still TBD. If you could bump that to that four o'clock window, I think that would be great. That would give hey, when you travel, you get a little more rest than on game day. Yeah. I'm I'm fine with that. So but I would imagine they're coming home just because of Christmas. If it was a different point of the season, I would totally agree with you and say, yeah, let's stay, just focus, and, and do that for the week. But uh, I think with Christmas on that Friday, um, you're definitely uh, coming home. So that's what we got for you, Browns backers. Once again, head to betonline.ag, get your wagers in. You got my picks. You got Tony's picks, 21-9, 17-3. We're crushing it this season. 17-13. and 13. But but don't let
2: my 17 and 13 fool you this week. I, I five star lock the board. I, I'm going, I, My predictions this week I'm, I'm putting them out there as a
0: five star 10 diamond. Well, at least you know we both agree on the, on the win and the, and the cover. Yeah, I would say really, if you have any money, put it on the Browns to win. Yeah, they, they, <laughs> if, hey. if they lose this one, you know what? then my advice on this bet to you, you don't have to pay for it.
2: Uh, (laughs) I'm on baby needs a PS five, man. That's all. That's, that's my, that's my mantra for the week. So
0: So that's what we got. Thanks for listening. Brad's backers. We'll catch you after Thanksgiving. I hope you have a happy one and be safe. Uh, Jump check.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for listening to believe.